You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, podcast is back. It's been like a big hiatus, like two weeks plus, I think, something like that, because Al took his sweet little time off. I was sick, and so we didn't do one on that Tuesday. I wonder, I guess Eddie didn't do one. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I guess Eddie did not do one when we were out, I guess, huh? Uh, solo Eddie podcast. Yeah, he that did would have been know. awesome because he could have been going over the directions that it would take if you wanted to drive from here to Colorado or all the national parks along the way, and then he could have veered into Star Trek history. Space aliens. Yeah, it could have been good. So I guess he didn't do it. So he did not. We're back for the first time since Monday the 21st. Does that sound right? That sounds right, Jerry. Man, uh, it's probably less than that, probably the 19th or something, but whatever. 19th, I believe. Kind of cool. Happy to be back? Yeah, definitely happy to be back. And, and I thought in 2017, we should take this podcast in a more mature direction. Uh, no more penis stories and poop stories and Oh, is that for the entire podcast or for uh, the year, or are we even going to get through the first No, segment? actually, I, I have a penis story for you, oh. Jerry. Let me start off 2017 with that, if you don't mind. I think we need to change the name of this podcast. Uh, to uh, what? Uh, something other than, something that does not have Boomer and Carton's name in it. Oh, well, see, I, I thought we would gravy train off their name, especially early on. But Remember, maybe the now, gravy train is turning into the penis train. Right, so maybe now we've uh, established ourselves as a podcast. This is what I'm saying. Right. So in the beginning, we needed to use their name. We used. We don't them. need that anymore. We don't need it anymore, no. Jerry. We simply don't need it. It's also funny because on the Play.it and on iTunes, we're in the uh, sports category, which is which nice. Which we do none of it. <laughs> That's not true. I wonder if that would make a difference. If you took us out of the sports I think category. It's, I think it's good to be in the sports category because Al's boring podcast is in something called Society. How's that going? Well, it's it's a weird mixture. Like, I think it's better to be with the sports people. Interesting. Because yeah. what you do is really society and culture. That's right, Jerry. Or culture, some, mostly. Something like that. Not really culture. A lot of culture. Not really. High was, culture. I'm going to see time if... you talked about art. Uh, I'm going to see if there's a high culture... High culture. Uh, ...category for iTunes. That's what I want to get in on. Uh, Jerry, here's the thing. Scientists, you know, erectile dysfunction is uh, very big. If you listen to the radio station well, the, in, yeah, in the that. overnight, they have all sorts of pills. And I'm that glad sort you of said thing. that. After you do this, I've got a new product for you. I want to know if you're interested. All right, Jerry. Uh, so scientists are trying to fix erectile dysfunction uh, without pills. And they've come up with something that they're testing. It's a uh, heat-activated metal rod coil that goes in your penis. Okay, and then when, <laughs> and then when heated up, it becomes aroused, 
And then when you're done, you have to put something cool on it to cool it down. So when you're done, you're basically taking an ice pack to your yes. junk. Okay. Or just something cool. They also said the problem is going to be like, what if you, what if you're alone for the night, Jerry, and you want to just take yourself a bath, a nice warm bath, you'll have a boner. <laughs> I imagine you would. Or yes. a hot shower. Or you would have to take a cold bath. Or what do you do even like... It's eighty. It's ninety five degrees outside in the summer, and you're like walking to the store. Yes, you will. You will have a boner, right? So they are working on it, and they say that uh, that uh, this is a lot of positive things for this. You have any interest in inserting one of those in your penis? I do not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Right. I do not have an interest in that. Why not just put wrap the coil around your penis, and when it gets, (laughs) ooh, how about that for an idea? I don't think that would be very good for the woman. Well, you make it smooth. These oh, smooth, smooth. Like a smooth coil. Don't they have... Um, like ribbed for her pleasure. Right. Those things. So you're going to rib your own penis. Yes. With okay. a coil. That was good to know that you said yes, you would. A heat-activated coil. <laughs> I that will then that. go up and then cool down. I guess it's better than the poor guy that's got to press the button for the inflatable penis. Right. Well, All that right. one actually seems... It, yeah, it's not the very same workable. Thing, I guess you you have a um, a button under your testicles. That's true. That sounds awesome. Okay. I heard Flip Wilson. Do you know Flip Wilson? I may have brought this up to you before. Flip Wilson. He was a no. um, he he had a uh, comedy show in the seventies, like a variety show. No, maybe is that the he boring guy? No, he was not boring. That I don't understand no. why you think is so funny. No, no, he was not boring. Flip Wilson. He used to dress up like a woman. He was a very funny okay. show in the seventies. Uh, he was on Howard Stern in the 90s, I believe, and he had one of the first penises like this where he had a, a button underneath. You're kidding. Yeah, and he uh, it worked. He, he used to What was his problem it. that he needed it? I don't know what happened to him if he had an injury or an illness. Interesting. That left his penis uh, not working. Or maybe it was even back then prostate cancer. Oh, man. And you could have had uh, something done like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, yes. Well, so that's your first penis story of the year, 2017. Welcome. All right. So with that, I'm going to ask you about, maybe you've seen this before. Maybe you use it. I don't know. Oh, right. And God bless you if you do. Why not? I hope it's a penis coil. So, well, it's, it's no, but it's for it, essentially. Uh, not the coil, but the actual the unit. Um, I was watching, as you, we've discussed many times, I watch HGTV a lot. Me too. I watch True TV a lot because of the Impractical Jokers. And I watched about... Four or five episodes of the Impractical Jokers, I would say the 30th, maybe the I feel the like they're always on a marathon. I mean, usually, unless it's a brand new episode and that night, I always catch them on the marathon day where there's like eight in a row. Yes. And by the way, even if I've seen them, I could watch them again. They're Same. Funny. Very Same funny. here, Jerry. Well, it was an interesting commercial on uh, Friday or Saturday. On True TV. I was watching the other day before we went to our party for New Year's Eve. You've heard of KY Jelly. I have. I don't know if you use it. Don't care if you use it. But they've got several different products. And I noticed, caught my eye, that I think would be perfect for you if you don't use it already and others out there that listen to us. It's called KY Duration. And it goes something like this. Who wouldn't want to last a little longer? Use KY Duration. It's a spray mm-hmm. to last longer and to stay in the market. Right. Now... These sprays have existed. Is this true? I've never heard of this. But I will tell you that a brand like KY, I would trust more than some other one. So you've never... I've never used that. Not that I wouldn't need it. I do. But I'm nervous. Like, what it is, it's it's a light numbing spray or gel. Okay. Well, you do know about this. Yeah, I've I've, uh, Googled this. You've researched it? I have researched it. 
but what it does is it it kind of numbs uh, numbs you. Like you know, you go to the dentist, you get numbed. Right. It sort of numbs you. Now I would think I would lose feeling from that, and so you still have he's still at attention, but it's right. numb. Yeah. So you're putting on this this numbing agent. I'm with you. That seems kind of odd. Yeah, and that's how how it uh, works. Feeling if you can't feel anything, you will not finish up early. I do like the one when you go to their website. They have the KY testimonials. Yeah. Sure. And the one from the man says, quote, well, no, I'm not going to read this. All right, Jerry. There's no way I'm going to read this because if I do, never mind. And anyway, cut it I up and urge use it you to go to the website you. and you can read the testimonials. I just realized what we were doing and it's on tape. I'll be screwed. They've got all sorts of products, that KY company. You know, so now I've heard of, I've certainly heard of uh, KY Jelly. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I'm on the website right now. KY Peanut Butter. Excuse me? For what, your dog and you? That was a joke. Okay. Uh, I did not realize all the things they have here. This is insane. Warming jelly. Mm-hmm. Yours and mine. So I don't understand. Now, I don't mean to sound like a jacket. I think what you do with this one yeah. is you you apply a, a gel or spray to your area, the woman to her area, and when those two chemicals intersect... You get some other pleasure from that. It says, his excites, hers delights. Right. feel them ignite together. Yes. Wow. So it's a whole bunch of chemicals. I, I don't want to be putting chemicals on my junk. They've also got uh, the ultimate rabbit. Mm-hmm. So they've got a lot of stuff here. They do. They're a very big I, company. You got to see if they're this. publicly traded. Maybe we uh, buy some Ooh, stock. In you can get a bundle. Oh, a pleasure bundle. The KY Ultimate Pleasure I'll stop bundle. Right there. Yes, they've got they've got several bundles you can get. You want to oh, you right. wanna put stock in there? You want to get some stock? I would like to get some stock. It's probably KY on the uh, New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, how about that? The symbol. So, I would say we're back in 2017 with a bang. Perfect. Nice job, Jerry. Yeah. Let me go penis story to pitbull story. <laughs> Things I got this sent to me by many alert Twitter followers. Okay. Over the break. Uh, I'll take you to Tampa, Florida, where I lived for seven years, and I yes. can tell you they love pit bulls down in Florida. So does love Dak Prescott, the pit by bulls. the way. Oh, he does? He's got a, He's got one. I would send, if Dak Prescott has a pit bull, and I were the Cowboys, I would keep Tony Romo, because eventually that dog's <laughs> going to attack him and probably eventually take his arm gonna, off. He's going to get his arm ripped Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Come on. Just a matter of time. So, no, 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 no. Yep, yep, yep. Go if ahead, I was Tony Romo, I would make sure that dog was stayed in the house. Stop it. Uh, Tampa, Florida. A um, a family has a dog named Scarface. That's D- not a good start. Trouble already. A Tampa family has a pit bull named Scarface. Uh, they thought it would be great if they uh, put a uh, Christmas sweater on their dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dog was not amused. And uh, the pit bull bit... Uh, this gal, Brenda, 52 yeah. years old, then attacked her husband really? and son Wow! when they tried to put the dog, when they tried to pull the dog off of her. That's awful, the man. The fa- family escaped the uh, dog and police were able to catch him, but only after shooting him with a tranquilizer gun. Well, I was going to say, did they put the dog to sleep? I don't know. They had, they shot him with a tranquilizer beanbag stun gun. Wow. Bam. Your dogs don't like sweaters. Or stun In guns. general. Definitely pit bulls don't want to put a sweater on. No. No. 
Yeah. You know, By the way, if you had one, you'd have to own a stun gun. Absolutely. Because of you've got me so fearful of pit bulls now. Yes, as you should but I be. I will not own one, so I don't have to worry about it. You know, I go to that Asbury Park quite a bit, Jerry. You know, like roam around down there, like yes. the, the boardwalk. They always are doing stuff in the uh, convention hall. Mm. Uh, like they have like flea markets in there and things. Yes. Local markets. Sure. And people love to take their dogs through there because right. there's a boardwalk. And, and um, I always see someone roaming around with a pit bull. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Stupid. Let me ask you about this flea market. All right, Jerry. Oh, hold on. Let me rewind. It's a local market. That's fine. Let me rewind. So you went to Aruba. I did. And you spent the night for New Year's Eve in a hotel and an no. event? No, no, no. You didn't. I canceled that. You're going to say money bags over no. here. What else did you do? Thank you, Jerry. I did. I had a I had a hotel room. You had the whole night set up. A whole night set up in Asbury Park on New Year's Eve, Saturday. Right. right. I kept getting pressured to go to this Aruba trip, which I... Ultimately went on. Ultimately went on. We were returning Saturday early evening. Okay. So still plenty of time to go to this hotel in Asbury Park for New Year's Eve with a dinner and dancing and whatever. Okay. I told her, it's one or the other. I'm not spending money on both. By the way, that's a lot. Right. So I said, she goes, so we're not doing anything for New Year's? I go, no, you're going to Aruba for New Year's. We went to Aruba for New Year's. Right. Several New Year's. Yes. Good for you. I said, you have to take one or the other. I laid the law down, Jerry. So you really, because when you said this morning on the show, or maybe yesterday morning, whatever it was, that you woke up just in time for midnight, I thought you were just pulling our leg, that you were out at the bar. You forget, I'll play along. But And then... I was just thinking, did you actually do both? No, I dozed off on the couch. Now, did you at any point, do you even check your account to see if you were paid or there's such a large stock of cash there? When were we paid? You don't, right, exactly. I did go to the ATM and uh, I went, ooh, we must have got paid. (laughs) And the life of Al, it doesn't suck. (laughs) All right, one thing I got to get, before we move on, I got to ask you about this flea market though. So I've got, I cleaned out my office. And one of my son's rooms we're trying to clean out. I have got so much good stuff. Now, we donate like crazy, right? So it's not like we're not giving our clothes and we do all that. But we have so much good stuff that I find it hard to believe I'm just either going to throw out or donate. Is this the type of place? I don't know if you've ever done a flea market in the past with your dad or a family member or something. Sometimes it's fun. When my grandfather passed away, I went into the flea market with my dad because he was a mess for a couple of days. It was kind of cool. Got his mind off it. We didn't make any money. The idea wasn't to make money. It was just to get rid of stuff. I just paid for the table. I went with my son once. Couldn't sell anything. That was at Collingswood down Route 34 and wherever, whatever hell town that is. That was a disaster. This Asbury Park one you're talking about. Can I sell stuff there? No, I think you have to be a local merchant. I'm local. But you don't have a business. It's not like a garage. Set. What so, you're looking for is a garage. No, I'm looking set. for a flea market. Like if you go to Collingswood, anybody can walk in and buy a table. Oh no, that's not what this is. This is not. This is like a marketplace for local business. So it's not a flea market. Then. It's not a flea market. Oh, I was so excited when you said that before. You need to just have. How about this? Announce a date when all the podcast listeners we could come to your house and maybe we want some of it. And I was we'll thinking, buy stuff. No, that's not gonna happen. I was thinking of possibly just putting everything and cheap. Like, I've got, like, CDs, 50 cents. I, I don't want them. I just don't want to throw them out, though. It seems like such a waste. Right. You know, um, I've got shirts that still have tags on them, $2. I just want to get rid of the stuff and not throw it out. I will tell you, I'm going to Google something here, Jerry. Oh, oh I'm excited. 
Uh, one of the things I got my girlfriend for Christmas, and this this was a very this was a small item, but she she was just started doing what you're doing, kind of going through things and yes. throwing things out. And some people have a hard time, as you clearly do, throwing things out versus um, you know hanging on to things, which I don't want to hang on to stuff. Right, anymore. you just want to throw. Out. So I heard Howard Stern recently talking about this book about organizing your life. Okay. But it was all about really organizing your closets. Okay. And when you start organizing your closets, you start organizing your life. My life is organized. And how everything in your home, you should evaluate every single thing you own. Okay. And if it doesn't bring you joy, full-on joy, you get rid of it. Well, what clothes brings you joy? Well, maybe that's that fine sweater you're wearing today, the V-neck. Here's what I do. And I would get rid of that. Before I go to bed every night, I'm like, all right, what haven't I worn recently? I don't care. I close it. I don't go. Like, I know women enjoy shopping for clothes and what they wear makes them feel good and all that stuff. We've talked about that before. Yeah. I don't put clothes on saying, oh, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's clothes. This is uh, the life-changing magic of tidying up the Japanese art of decluttering and organizing by Marie Kondo. Are you going to buy me a that? K, with a K. I would if you would follow this. Uh, I can't promise that because there are things like, does a fork bring you joy? No, but you do need a fork. Okay. It but you, bring, you just said anything that doesn't bring well, you joy, you get rid of. But you may not need 12 forks. So we should just have one for each of us? Yes. <laughs> well, and then maybe if you have people over. But this is all about decluttering your life. Right. My, my life is not cluttered, though. But all these items that you want to uh, do a flea market with... We could just throw yes, them out. I would like to unload the stuff. According to Marie Kondo, we should just throw and right in the garbage. Way, for the record, yes, I actually have no problem just throwing it out. My wife gets a little like, "What are you doing?" Like she gets attached to items, not attached, but she's like, "Why are you just?" Because you're brand not new. But we have certain things in our closets that we never need, right? Nor will we ever wear again. Right. But because they're good and they look nice, like I, I bought two shirts uh, two summers ago. Uh, both the same style, but different colors. Right. I always grab the one color. And not the other. And not the other one. So I should just get rid of that yes, shirt. Yes, I would agree with that. But see, I do that with my clothes. I'm talking about new things that I have. New items. Yeah, I have a lot of new things that I either don't use, haven't used, and it's like, what do you do You with need it? to declutter. Yes. You need to, I, I need to right. declutter. Yes. Okay. So well, we will that. look so for that. I'll be looking for that book. In the new, in the future. All right. You well, got you, Amazon Prime, so you can told I me you, that like this week? You told me you have Amazon Prime. I did get Amazon Prime because my wife got me the Amazon Echo for Christmas. Yes. Which happens to be one of the coolest gifts I've ever gotten. It's awesome. So I like it. Play music, anything you want to hear. You know, Alexa. You just talk to it. Play Bing Crosby White Christmas. Now, do Bang. you have to have a Bing Crosby White Christmas in order for nope. Alexa to play it? Nope. She just plays it. Yeah. Searching. Well, she, Here's mm. Bing Crosby. White Christmas. Mm. And there it is. And there's the Vendorico family. On right. Christmas, Alexa, play Christmas music. Searching. Christmas music. Never hear from her again. Just song after song after song. It's tremendous. I, I even ordered Cliff Bars on it. I bet you're going to get tired of it. No, because it's not. Especially. It just looks like a speaker or you can hide it. You're you not worried that there. it's listening to you at all times? Because it is. Otherwise, it wouldn't know when to pay attention to you. What am I worried you. about? If you say stuff about somebody. Uh, in my house? Yes. Who am I talking to? Or about? Alexa. No, I don't think so. 
Plus, the bad news is once you read this, the life-changing magic of tidying up by this uh, Marie Kondo, you're going to get rid of Alexa. Does probably doesn't bring you joy. Actually, Alexa brings me great joy. Oh. She gives me the forecast every day. All right. She tells me jokes. She's great. All right, you're all in for Alexa then. I love Alexa. Hmm. All right, Jerry. I'll get, I have I have one of two items left. I'm going to give you, you tell me which one you want. Okay. And then the other one I'll save for tomorrow. All right. I have uh, one that involves a toilet stall yeah. and one that involves a, a man and a young barista. I'll go with the man and the young barista. All righty. The man and the young barista. Spokane, Washington, Jerry. Spokane or Spokane? Um, I say Spokane because he's got an it's E at Spokane, the end. Spokane, I believe. Oh, Spokane. All right. <laughs> Did Oregon or Oregon? Uh, I say Oregon. Do you say Spokane, Oregon? Yes, Washington, <laughs> Oregon. Right. Uh, 37. Now, just here are the age differences here. Okay. A 37-year-old man claims he was banned from Starbucks when he asked a 16-year-old oh, barista God. out to dinner. Now, the man is accusing the Starbucks of ageism. Oh, how about this? You're 37. Don't ask a 16-year-old out. Well, the man writes on Facebook that he uh, scribbled a note to the teen last week asking her to dinner. I was flirted with by a barista. For some reason, she thought I was funny, he wrote, adding that he knew uh, she was of legal dating age. When he went back the next day, he says a police officer told him to leave. He was called a creep, a yeah. sicko. But turns out he runs a um, a website for uh, uh, dating, uh, a, a wide range dating, like a big age gaps, an age gap type of dating thing. This guy's got a dating website too. Yeah. God. He's a, a, people said he was a danger to children. The man asked his Facebook fans to rally around him. It was liked and shared 4,500 times. He said, I broke no law. I merely asked a girl out on a date. The legal dating age is 16. That's very strange. Is that true? Or the sexual consent age. In some 16? of these states, is 16. Wow, I didn't A lot know of that. states. Crazy. Even so, creep. I'm sorry. And by the way, how do you show your face in that Starbucks again? <laughs> Well, he's banned. He can't go in there. Jerry. No, no. But I'm sure he would if he wasn't. Right. Because he doesn't think he did anything wrong. And I guess legally he didn't. If you're telling me the age of consent is 16. Yeah, I guess in Washington. How what do you? A weirdo. How do you get banned in a place like, is his photo up? I would imagine it is. And I would think the people that work there, Starbucks doesn't have 4,000 employees. They probably have 12 employees. They probably all know who he is if he goes in a lot. Get him out. So he's going to, fortunately for him, there's a Starbucks right next to that Starbucks that he could probably right, just probably wander around block. in. Yeah. I'm always amazed by that, especially in Manhattan. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're literally 100 yards away from each other, and they all do well. Right. Even when I went to Aruba, Jerry, international travel that I did, Yes. Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts out there. My God, you on the island. one calendar That's year, right. you, Mr. Boring, went to Italy mm-hmm. and Aruba. Yes. Did you ever think? No. In your lifetime, you would have done that within a seven-month span. No. And, in fact, on the plane ride home, I had my girlfriend write down Al's travel rules for 2017. Which are what? See America first. Nothing's better than America. I agree with that. That was one. Number two, maximum of three nights stay at a place. Really? Okay. 
Other than that, you, if you you were in a town or wherever you're going, three nights, plenty. Well, I, for you, I could see that. I mean, if you go to a place like Orlando with kids, you need more than three nights. But for you, I could totally see that. One of my other travel rules, when traveling on vacation, I need a one-day bumper between my last day of work and leaving for vacation. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Unless, my only caveat to that is, unless you're flying home at 7 a.m. And a two-day bumper when I return before oh, I no, start no, work. I think you meant, oh, I'm sorry. So, so I'm see, saying, like, I go on vacation. Hey, it's the last show. Show's over at 10 a.m. Oh, I disagree. I need a full day before I, I go I on vacation. No. I want to get the hell out of here. I, and then I want to come home at 6 a.m. the day before we come back. See, no, I, I need two full days nah, get me the, the day before of, get me we out come of back. Which works for me with my three-day maximum rule for staying True, when place. you're off a week, there's one, there's two, and then there's three in between. Works perfect. You are boring. So I had a lot of rules. I had to write them down in a notebook. Uh, I got to go. That's important. All right, see you, Jerry. Goodbye. Oh, hey. so- oh warm-up next. Bye. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good Tuesday morning to you. Everybody will be back today, including Al. What's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. I'm back. Well, I was actually here yesterday with you as well. Oh, you mean you're back for another day? Oh, another day Everybody of else returns today. The uh, office is going to get quite busy today. It was like a ghost town leaving yesterday. Yeah, well, that means all traffic gets back to normal. So, uh, you know, I listen to these traffic reports during the Boomer and Carton show, and they're like, that's an hour to get across the uh, George Washington Bridge. How are how are you people doing that every day? Every day. And then it's an hour home with delay. I don't understand. Yeah, it's insane. I did it for ponderous. six months. It was miserable. Just miserable. So as much as it's ponderous to wake up at 2 a.m. for our jobs, no traffic, Jerry. I sail right in. A lot of benefits. I'm doing like 60 through the Holland Tunnel. The only issue, though, as we have discussed, is we don't realize how little we sleep until we're off for a week. Right. When you actually sleep. Eight, nine, hell, even 10 hours a night, and then you go back to work, and it's back to four and a half, five, five fifteen, maybe. It's just, my God, it's brutal. But so be it. Anyhow. We get old. It makes us older, Jerry. Uh, I suppose, but that's what diet and exercise is for, right? And going on vacations on boats. Right. Isn't like that what the Giants, Giants did yesterday? <laughs> yes. Hey, now, let's be very clear about this. For me, anyway, from my point of view, and then you can say what you have to say. The back pages of the papers have them with... Johnny Manziel, Justin Bieber, right in Miami. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Talking my boat horn at all the hotties. So, so well, it's all the Giants' wide receivers. Right, so Cruz and Shepard and Lewis and Beckham. Now, when did they go after the game? So, so here's what they did. They got on a train back to New York after the game in Washington. And then when they got back, they flew, those four at least, I don't know if there's anybody else, those are the four that I read about, got on a plane, went to Miami, and partied until 6 or 6.30 in the morning. Well, those guys are, like, doing all the transportation in one day. That's Train. Right. Buses, for sure, when you get off the bus to the hotel, to they the had stadium. They had to take a car to the airport. Yeah, that's right. Then they're on a boat. Trains, planes, automobiles, and boats. So they go down uh, to Miami to go on a boat. Yes. The wide receivers. When they went out, they, they were at a bar and a club all night, They too. were clubbing with a, a Justin Bieber, I saw. And Johnny Manziel. And someone named, named Trey Songs. Yes, he's a rapper. Lil, not Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Right. You and, sound so cool when you say it that way. And Fabulous. And Fabulous. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't see the fabulous part. <laughs> yeah, fab, no, fabulous is there also. <laughs> fabulous was there. Yeah. Now, let me just say this, because remember in 07 when the Cowboys had the one seed, they went to Cabo on their off week for three days or whatever it was. That was when everybody got up in arms and said that's why they lost the game. Crap. They didn't lose the game because they took three days in Cabo during a two-week break. With Jessica Simpson. Just Correct. Just like, and it was only a handful of guys just like this. Just like what the Giants do Sunday in Green Bay is going to have nothing to do with them going. Now, it's not a good look. I'll give you that. It looks bad. It has nothing to do with what they do on the field Sunday afternoon. So if they, first of all, Victor Cruz shouldn't be on a boat doing anything. Why? Because he catches one ball a game. That's one more than you catch. On a good day. That's one more than you catch. Like, I could look the other way if Odell Beckham's shirtless in jeans on a boat with Fabulous. He's catching the ball every week. So he also drops the ball. That's all right. But he's like a young guy. Victor Cruz right. is 30, which is old for football. Victor Cruz or older. is fine. He doesn't catch balls anymore. And he's on a boat with uh, Trey Songs right. and Lil Wayne. <laughs> I'm on a boat. in my boat horn at all the hotties. Yeah. Now, so here's the best part. There was a conference call yesterday, and I, some, I guess TMZ had this. From the boat? Uh, no, the conference call, Ben McAdoo was not on the boat. I don't think he'd be hanging out with Fabulous or Trey Songs or who, who else? Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Right, or Justin Bieber or Johnny Man- How about that? What the hell is Johnny Manziel doing with his life, by the way? I bet Ben uh, McAdoo has some nice so, cr- cruise wear. What, uh, like shirts, nice large. shirts. Uh, so here were some of the questions uh, with McAdoo yesterday about the trip. Ben, how do you feel about uh, your players going down to Miami and partying last night after the win? Well, today's the uh, is the players' off day, and uh, we look forward to getting on to uh, to Green Bay when they get here tomorrow. I mean, that's all he gives you, and that's, he, I think he handled it right. He was asked four questions about it. Every question was essentially the same. They're off. They can do what they want as long as they're back here tomorrow, and that's the most important thing. Uh, the one funny one with McAdoo. Now, you could call him Macaboring if you'd like, but one of the reporters asked the question, which I'll play here, and you can tell she's just like, I mean, come on, man, give me something. Here's McAdoo with a reporter yesterday about going back to Green Bay, where he's from. Any um, personal feelings on going back to Green Bay? You know, that your playoff road, your first one, is going to go through where you, you know, where you just came from? Do I have any feelings? Yes, feelings, then. Uh, yeah, no, no, I try to leave feelings out of it. I mean, what a bore. I mean, honestly, I know go coach the football team, and that's all that matters, but it's funny. But net with uh, Todd Bowles, the other coach in town, mm. McAdoo actually does look like a guy McAdoo's with a personality. McAdoo's the life of the party. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Think about that where we've gone from Rex and Coughlin to the, forget about their coaching style, just in terms of personality, to Bowles and McAdoo. Well, that oh. wasn't. In fairness, that wasn't really a question. That was a very good question. She just said any feelings. Any personal feeling because he spent, what was it, seven, eight, nine years there, whatever. Um, I think it's a very good question going into the week. I mean, you're going back to Green Bay where you coached for so long, now as the head coach of the Giants, who, by the way, beat the Packers twice along the way to Super Bowl runs. I thought it was a good question, but I but I get your so you, point. So do you have any feelings about that? Do you have any feelings questions? about going back to Green No, no feelings. What if the Giants players were on a boat but we're fishing what about versus it? 
being shirtless and that's a weird look too. They're shirtless and jean with jeans. Well, it's Miami and it was eighty degrees. I don't blame them. Yeah, but you should be sh- in shorts. They're shirtless well, and jeans. I don't think they actually went home and packed a bag for this. I think they just got on a plane and went. Oh. That said, I don't think it's the fact they were on a boat. It's that they got on a plane and went to Miami. But who cares? Honestly. Uh, you mentioned the Jets. Brandon Marshall did a very lengthy press conference. I was at 25 minutes. Even Bruce Spade at one point uh, interjected his guys, you know, one more question. And he's like, one more question. I'm going to see these guys for months. We can keep going. And so they did. Uh, one of the things was, would you come back at a reduced salary? Because he, ta- he was even talking about his, uh, his production being down this year. But he's still in the best shape of his life. And he can be good next year. And so this is a long answer, but I got to play it for you. Here is uh, Brandon Marshall in terms of coming back on a reduced pay scale, if that's the case. It's not about the money anymore. It's all about winning. Um, but I know what I'm worth. I think this team knows what I'm worth as far as the organization. Um, but it's not about the money. I'm good. I'm good with them. I just want to win. That's all I want to do is win. So I don't care about anything but winning. That's it. I'll play for free. My bills are paid. Now, nobody believes that. Can they hold him to that? No. Pay him nothing? That's not allowed by union rules. But why even say that? Uh, Honestly, because you don't mean it. You don't mean it. There's no way he would go play for nothing, and especially in the middle of that, which is why I left it long. He says, I know what I'm worth. Okay, well, if you know what you're worth, don't say you can play for free. I like that he said his bills are paid. His bills are paid. He's, He's made a lot. Brandon Marshall's made a lot of money. You yeah, know. but these guys burn through a lot of money, too. They do, but I don't get the sense just listening to him every week like I do. He seems like he's really grown up, really mature. They even asked him about if your football career is over. He's like, you know what? I took the television stuff very seriously. I feel like I have a future in that. So he seems like he's on the right track post-football, but he definitely said he would like to continue his playing career for several more years, not just a couple more. Right. And uh, so if he is, what's his deal with the Jets? He's has he's an, got another year or no? Uh, you know, I'm not sure of his contract. I think he's got one more year left. Just that Google it. That doesn't mean anything. We'll I mean, we know with these, with these NFL contracts. I mean, you can tear them up tomorrow. Right. Now, this reporter gets the Al Dukes Reporter of the Day oh, Award. Oh, good for him. So the 40, uh, this is him. The 49ers fire Chip Kelly. We talked about this yesterday. I think it's a joke that a guy gets one year. However bad or good, unless you're Jim Tom Sula, who was a knucklehead from the start, you're Chip Kelly. You've got a track record. Not great in Philly, but certainly really good at the college level. He gets one year, and he's ousted with no players. The roster was terrible, right? Uh, GM gets uh, fired as well. So this reporter, Jed York, had a press conference yesterday. They clearly don't like him. And this was a great exchange yesterday. Jed, you dismissed your general manager and coach because they didn't reach certain uh, performance standards. That's part of it. Okay, let's stick to that part. Why shouldn't you be dismissed or reassigned for the same reasons? Look, again, like nothing I'm going to say is going to be satisfactory. Say something. But nothing I'm going to say is going to be satisfactory. I own this football team. You don't dismiss owners. Right, but they'd like to but <laughs> say it, something. Who would have to? How would an owner get fired? Can an owner get fired? No, of course he can't. He makes all the calls, right? He owns the team. It'd be like if you owned a coffee shop and fired yourself. Right. If my coffee sucks, I still own it. If no one wants to come in, I'm going to go out of business, which is like if nobody comes to the games, I suppose you could lose a lot of money with TV, with all the revenues. I'm not exactly sure how that works. But you can't force a guy to sell his team. You just can't. 
Say something. Say something. You're killing us. Your team was terrible. That I love. <laughs> and you have been a train wreck. I mean, so I thought that was pretty good. He gets the Al Dukes reporter question of the day award. I like that. And since we're talking about NFL owners, Woody Johnson yesterday. Yeah, explain this to me. I don't get it. Yeah, so he he did a tweet, and then he uh, deleted the tweet quickly. So he tweeted simply, Bob Kraft. Right. What was wrong with that? Which was then deleted. Why? Because people wondered, why would you tweet Bob Kraft? It was but not until reply of anything? No. Uh, what what people think happened, uh, you know, Woody's an older gentleman, sure. uh, not not Twitter savvy. I think this happened even, like, with Peter King a couple years ago, like when Twitter was newer and uh, Peter King went to send someone, uh, he, he thought he was texting someone his phone number and tweeted his phone mm-hmm. number. Sure. They think people that think that he was either trying to uh, look up Bob Kraft's phone number. And he tweeted that. <laughs> tweeted Bob Kraft instead of searched it. <laughs> Or he was searching Twitter for what people were writing about Bob Kraft. Oh, that could be. I guess. But he quickly deleted it. Which, if you don't know how to search properly and you're posting instead. I can see how that happens. He must have handed that phone to someone and said, I do not know how to possibly <laughs> what delete are we it doing here? <laughs> Please get this off have of my phone. Have you ever done that? No, I've been, uh, no, not on Twitter. So you've never tweeted something you meant to text to somebody? I have. No, Nothing I have not Nothing bad. Done but I was texting my wife something about stopping at the store on the oh, way home. And you tweeted you tweeted, <laughs> tweeted out a shopping list? I did. Not a shopping list, but it was just, hey, hon, stop it at you know, Dearborn Farms on the way home. You want anything for lunch? And I'm like, wait a minute. Why is that on my timeline? And then I deleted that, too, because no one needs to see it. And it means nothing, but I could see how it happened. So that's what happened with Woody Johnson. Two more from the NFL quickly. This is Hugh Jackson. Now, he is who? He's the coach of the Browns who went 1-15. in And they asked him about, you know, do you have um, – you got through this year with just one win. What about another bad year? I'm not going 1-15. in 15. No. Well, I'll be swimming in the lake over there somewhere. <laughs> so. so he understands what his fate is. We also learned yesterday, which was interesting, that Rex Ryan, the reason he was fired was because he kind of pushed the envelope with his future. So everybody was blaming Doug Whaley or the Pagulas, I guess, for firing him before the season was over. But as the story goes, he was on a conference call with Whaley and Terry Pagula, and he said, I want to speak to just the owner when we're done. Whaley said, fine, get off the phone. Ten minutes later, he was fired. What do you mean, push the envelope? He wanted to know, am I the coach of this team, as the reports go, beyond this game? And I guess Mr. Pagula said, no, you're not going to be. If you need an answer now, you're fired. And then he yelled, fire me now. Fire me. Fire me. Right. Fire me, which goes down into the annals of WFAN history. So you've got that. And we only have another couple minutes. There's a couple. What do you have? What else do you have from uh, I have football? that Kevin Love thing. I don't have any more football, Jerry. So do the Kevin Love. Then I want to play a couple of real quick quiz, uh, quotes from the Knicks who embarrassed All themselves right. last night. So Kevin Love um, ate sea bass. Yes, which you like, chili and sea bass. I will say this. So he got food poisoning right. from Chilean sea bass. Right. Which a buddy of mine, Joe, one time got sea... He uh, owns food. the Crab Shack, right? No, no, no. He does not own Crab Shack. <laughs> this was not at Crab Shack. Right. This is... Um, we went to a different restaurant, a chain restaurant, and he got the sea bass. Okay. And he got violently ill. Like, Ugh. this Kevin Love lost 10 pounds in two days. Yeah, that's a mess. So I will not touch sea bass anymore. I'm just surprised from, you eat fish at all. I do like fish, but this sea bass, it's like a greasy fish. Okay. 
Now, why Kevin Love would choose the fish on an airplane, I don't know. Because in the movie Airplane, he's probably too young for that. <laughs> no, That's what I'm not does... too young for that. No, no. Kevin Love's probably too yeah. young for it. That's what does in the pilots. They they yes. order the fish yes. on, the, on the airplane. It wasn't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on that plane? He was the pilot. Right. So you never order fish. So I'm out now, but I will never touch Chilean sea bass. Whenever I hear people getting food poisoning from fish, it's always the sea bass. Now, the Cavaliers were a mess. You mentioned him, right, with the uh, the food poisoning. And this is what I don't get. And we're not going to have time. For, we'll do the Knicks coming up with Boomer and Carton in a second. But here's what I don't understand. If you're just waking up, they lost to the Magic. Again, I got embarrassed. Um, the whole thing with the Cavaliers and players resting. So LeBron James plays last night with the flu. Why? If you've got the flu. Now, they won the game, right? You've got the flu. Sit that game out and rest, as opposed to when you're healthy and resting. Maybe you wanted to sweat it out. Sometimes oh, they tell you no, sweat stop out. It, stop it, stop sweat it. Sweat out no, the flu. No, no, no. And Kyrie Irving was sick, too, or he was hurt or whatever. But anyway, they did win. Uh, Knicks, uh, Boomer and Carton coming up very quickly. I'll just tell you that the Knicks did lose to the Magic last night. The Nets lost to the Jazz last night. Rose Bowl, USC beat Penn State in a really good game, 52-49. All the details coming up. Double shut out the Bruins. Boomer and Carton now. On the way.